Hey everybody, it's Mrs. Gillespie. And Mr. Hosini. Welcome to today's episode of In the Middle Of. Every day, we're going to give you a different scenario that you might find yourself in the middle of. So, sit back, get comfortable, pour yourself a nice cup of coffee. Or just grab some fruit. And here we go. You were born ready. Did you hear that, everybody? I caught Miss Gillespie. She said, I was born ready. I'm cutting this part out. No, no way. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to our latest episode uh, of In the Middle Of. Uh, we are so happy to be back mm -hmm. recording for you and back in school. And one of the best parts about being back in school is getting to see all of you and getting to hear from all of you. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Gillespie was just saying that we've got to hear from some specific students. Yeah, so we've had another request for our topic today. So this is a uh, shout out to Jimmy who has requested today's topic and we're going to do our best to do it justice. Thank you, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. But you've heard from some other students, haven't you? Well, yeah. So, connected. <laughs> I was going to wait for the topic. Because oh, yeah. Connected to the topic. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah, we're okay. going to cut this part out. So, <clears throat> no, we're not cutting that out. Yes, Every, we're cutting everything this out. stays. <laughs> we are so excited. Um, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to act like I'm... I'm so nervous right now. I'm so nervous. I don't know what to do. Um, but it's, it's a great segue into today's topic. Um, like we said, <laughs> like we said, uh, request from Jimmy. So Jimmy, today we're going to talk about what you do when you don't know if everything's going to be okay. If you, you really want to accomplish something, but you're feeling like you, you're not sure. And it is all about bravery. So you didn't even say in the middle of. No, hang on. I was getting there. So, Mrs. Gillespie, you what did is that to me? What's time. it like for you? Yeah, I did. What's it like for you being in the middle of being brave? Well, I feel like there's different types of brave, right? Because there's the like a fearful situation where you're just scared, and I've I've had a few of those in my life. But then there's also being brave to stand up for yourself or for someone else or being brave to do something out of your comfort zone which is different than I feel like I'm in danger kind of brave so you know there's there, we'll just tell stories about all of it but you know what's really brave what well there's a student here a new like new grade six student I don't know if we should mention his name on air. Should we mention Muku's name on air? Uh, no, let's let's not. I don't want. I wouldn't okay. want to to call attention to Muku or anything like that. So okay. we won't mention. So his we name. won't say that it's Muku. No. So, as a new grade six student, you know what's brave is coming up to your assistant principals and telling them they've got a cringy podcast. That is brave. It's really brave. Yeah, that takes a lot of bravery. Yeah. Now, I think it actually goes beyond bravery to just being. Um, forward oh. or maybe even a little aggressive. Maybe rude? I don't know if I go that far. Definitely comfortable. I think it's probably a sign that, you know, his teachers have a few things to teach him. I think so. Middle school is going to be good for Muku. Or oh, right. we're not saying his name. No, no, no. For, yeah, for the, that <laughs> mystery student. Or does it mean that we've got a lot to learn from this uh, mystery student? Maybe. 
I love that. I mean, we're not saying our podcast isn't cringy, but man, it's it's brave to just throw that out there. It is. Yeah, I'm not saying our podcast isn't cringy either, but <laughs> I'm the one that's... We don't at, think we're good at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the one at the controls on the computers we're recording this. I actually turned the cringe up. Oh, yes. yes. Cringe is full cringe it's today. It's like everything we like in middle school. The more embarrassing, the more cringy, yes. the more awkward, the, the better. better. Absolutely. This is what we live for. Yes. We love cringe. Oh, so, you know what? I put cringe in my breakfast this morning. <laughs> I have extra cringe. Then today is going to be a good day. Yeah, and when I got home last night, I didn't take all my cringe off. <laughs> so I even have cringe from yesterday. This is excellent. Perfect. So, Muku, okay, Jimmy, this is for you. This is for you. All right, bravery. You now, you talked about a bunch of different yeah. situations where you can be brave. Mm-hmm. So, can you think of any times that you've had to be brave? Yeah. I mean, I can think of a few. I think um, the ones that I encounter most in my day-to-day life are situations that are brave in terms of doing something I'm kind of a little scared of. So, whether it's, you know, at a... Like, we went to, um, uh, it wasn't Six Flags, what was it? Oh, Knott's Berry Farm, with the um, high school jazz band trip when I went a couple of years ago. And Amu- it's an amusement, amusement park. park. Okay. And there are some rides there that are scary. Like, ones that go sh- super high and then just drop you down. Or cra- some crazy roller coasters that just, like, one that was just a, a, essentially a straight shot. That you just go straight and then all the way up. And then back down backwards. And so those there's there's an element of bravery there of I'm going to try something. I feel like I'm going to die on roller coasters uh, all the time. And other people are okay with it. But for some people, that's yes. definitely... Now, I also feeling. love it. Mm. So, and I am social enough that peer pressure works for me in a situation like that. I wouldn't go on it by myself. But if I'm with other people and we're all going to do it together, oh, I'm in for sure. So... I don't have any desire to ever bungee jump or skydive or those sort of things. But I also know that with the right group of people and the right concoction of, come on, Shannon, do this, I would totally do it. Um, so then what is it that gets you from the scared to being brave and accomplishing it for, for in that situation? I think it's mind over matter and it's the support of people around me like we're in this together we're going to be scared together I still remember one of the rides at Knott's Berry Farm that shot us straight up and it was so high and it was one of the ones that you go up and then you wait and it drops you down and there was I think 11 of us from the school who all went on this together at the same time yeah at the same time it's this round one and I was sitting next to Cassandra Richardson and as we got to the top and we realized, I believe it said, now was this even possible? I'm pretty sure it said 225 feet in the air. I, that is incredibly high so I might for a be ride. making that up. It might be a little bit, yeah. I, I don't know what don't it would know. be, but it could but be. That's, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'll look it up someday. We got to the top. And she maybe said some inappropriate words to me. I'm not going to repeat them on air. But there was a little bit of like... How the heck did you talk me into this ride, Mrs. Gillespie, was the conversation we had. And then it dropped us, and we shrieked and shrieked and shrieked. And then we got to the bottom, and she was like, I can't believe I said that to you. I'm so sorry. And it was <laughs> hilarious. Because sometimes in those moments of high adrenaline and terror, um, you, you don't feel brave, but we were past turning back. 
So the bravery happened what are you before. Do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? And and I think it sounds like in this story, one of the things that got you got you through uh, was what you were hoping for at the end. Yeah. It, and those it, you had your eyes on something really exactly. awesome. And you knew it was probably gonna be fun. Yeah. And it was gonna be like sometimes those scary experiences with other people actually bond you together. Absolutely. Right. So then you have this fun story like remember when we were all terrified together yes. sort of story yes. now, now what happens um, when you're in a situation this is on bravery again where you're not sure what the outcome is going to be mm-hmm. and you're not sure that you even want the outcome but you're you're in a situation where you you feel like you have to do something or or you're in a situation that you've been put into and and you know something has to happen those those are hard situations for me. I am not naturally brave in that way. I think maybe I fake it more than I am. So um, for all of you out there who those situations terrify you, I am with you. It's every difficult conversation. It's every conflict. It's every fight. It's every resolution it's standing up to someone or it's saying hey you hurt my feelings here all of those are so uncomfortable for me but I'm trying I'm working on it and I guess maybe that's what I would say is to encourage people to keep working at it I'm not sure it's easier for me now but I think I'm getting better at doing it when I need to and I can think of lots of times in the last maybe year or two that I've actually done something or had a conversation that I wanted not to, I wanted to avoid, and I sort of psyched myself up to be brave enough in that situation to do it. And it's really hard when you don't know what the outcome's gonna be. It, when you have to do those things by yourself, do you imagine people around you? Like, do you, do you ever imagine your friends giving you a pep talk mm-hmm. or, is that ever part of your your bravery? Sometimes, yeah. It depends on what it is. I think sometimes, and sometimes it's imagining a pep talk, and sometimes it's going to friends for a pep talk. Um, I'm pretty. I still have a sticky note from you for when I was speaking at um, a learning leader meeting, and I had to share. And I was oh, super, in front of a super, bunch super, of super nervous. And yeah, because it was all principals, yes, and vice principals and superintendents. It felt very like it was outside my comfort zone, and you knew I was freaked out. And a little like sticky note that's just like, you got this. It's okay. Breathe. And those things definitely help. So I think, yeah. It's, it's actually okay to tell people you're not feeling brave mm-hmm. because then they can help you whether it's calm down or encourage you mm-hmm. or, you know, hold your hair back while you vomit beforehand. Like, whatever you need. <laughs> um, it's, it's not worth faking being brave if you've got a support system that could help you with that. Now, if I've I've I'm thinking or remembering a story when I I decided to be brave. Mm. I didn't have to be brave. I could have done nothing, but I decided to do something and then afterwards thought, "Why did you do that?" <laughs> I and you may have heard this story before, but it was when I lived overseas, I lived in China, and I was out with um 
I think just one friend and we we liked to go to this market and it was quite the journey to get there took a taxi and a bus and sometimes a train um, but it was it was a very interesting place to spend a Saturday and one time we went out there and as we were crossing this um, pedestrian bridge that went over a really busy highway um, there's tons of people around the bridge is just packed with people you're shoulder to shoulder with people and I noticed the guy in front of me doing something a little odd and he had uh, a jacket over his arm and uh, and and a jacket over your arm holding your jacket is not out of the ordinary but he was he was just acting a little odd there my spidey senses were going mm. off that something shifty was happening and I watched him walk really close to as we we're all walking he's in front of me I watched him walk really close to the lady in front of him whose wallet was sticking out of her purse oh no and he got closer and closer and was using uh, I think he had a coat on his arm. Now, yeah. now I'm, I'm wondering whether I'm mixing up um, my my story and um, and the movie uh, Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Do you remember Dennis the Menace yeah. from from the '90s? And Christopher Lloyd was the yeah. bad guy, the like the, the the guy that came into town. You remember him? And he went into a park and threw his jacket over the fence and over someone's purse and then walked away. So with kids, his coat. The moral of this story is you reach an age where you're not sure if you're remembering a real story or Dennis the Menace. Yeah, so I know, I know. So I'm just gonna say he didn't have a coat, and maybe that's that was Christopher Lloyd and Dennis the Menace coming in. Anyway, he was walking really close to this lady in front of him. Her wallet was sticking out of her purse, and there was so much noise and so much happening that she didn't know that he was reaching in and taking her wallet. Hmm. So I was walking behind, he was there, I was in a, in, in a different country, in a strange place that I didn't speak the language, he had a bunch of other guys with him, and it was just me and my friend, and I, I knew I had the choice, I could do nothing, and this lady would lose her wallet, or I could do something, and potentially, like, who knows? in danger, yes, who yeah. Knows? And so as he was pulling it out, I smacked him on the shoulder. <gasps> and it was, it was, it's not like I punched him, it's not like yeah. I did anything, it was just a... Uh, Someone is seeing. Yes, just yeah. a little tap, a little smack to say, I see what you're doing, and that's not okay, and don't do it. And he was so shocked, he didn't expect anybody to do anything, he was so shocked, and he turned around with this look of... of surprise on his face he let go of the wallet and put it back and and instantly I thought maybe that wasn't a good idea but I just kept on walking I gave him the look I didn't give him a look of fear it's kind of like when I look at a horse <laughs> you, for me I don't look at a horse and let that horse know that I'm totally freaked out by it I often <laughs> have you seen the size of horses eyes and their mouths I always look at it, when I'm close to a horse, I think it's going to chomp me. Mm. So I don't let the horse know that I'm scared though. Right. And just the same way, I looked at this guy with no look of fear on my face, a look of, you know better, and right. you shouldn't be doing that. Mm. And and um, and I just kept walking. And we came off the pedestrian bridge, that lady had no idea, and she just kept going. Mm. Um, and he went and stood with a very large group of people. And I thought, Yikes! So when he would uh, went when he went and stood with those people, he looked over at me and he gave me this really menacing look. He didn't give me any hand gestures or signals to tell me he was going to get me. He gave me this look of, 
I'm gonna get you. And I looked back at him again with no fear and then just continued on my way and it was fine. So they never did anything um, and, and, and I was fine. But I remember thinking like right when it happened, I have a choice to either be brave not knowing what's gonna happen yeah. or uh, not be brave, which which for me would have been I would have I would have been okay if I d- didn't tell that lady, but she would have been you know yeah. wouldn't have had her purse or her her wallet. She would have would have had it stolen, and so in that time I just I made the choice that that would be better, right? Like like to do that to and do the right thing, yeah. even though you didn't know what the outcome would be for yeah. you. Yeah, and and the weighing was I like I thought I'm gonna regret not not helping right. and not doing something, and so I just I'm I I kind of leapt out and took a step in faith Mm -hmm. in hoping that everything was going to be okay Mm -hmm. um now realizing or like afterwards I'm glad I did it absolutely um but it's a different kind of bravery to do that from when I uh took a step off of a bridge and bungee jumped yes or when I told the guy in the plane plane, yes let's go and and went skydiving it was a different kind of bravery and it's that's a different kind of bravery than like going into a situation that's like fear fear yes not kind of fun adrenaline fear yeah yeah right like the amusement parks or the bungee jumping like at some point you're putting yourself in that situation because you think it's going to be fun yeah and then there's those situations where you're like i'm actually just scared yeah and and sometimes you're put in that and you have to be brave not because you chose to not because anything fun is going to happen but because you have to get through a situation that requires some bravery mm-hmm. and i think like all of those for me have always happened in the dark i oh, am the legitimately dark. scared of the dark I, I am too if i'm in a basement and i have to turn the lights <gasps> off while in the basement yes. and having to get it back up the stairs it's even as an adult i always run up the stairs yes so just so that everybody else out there that's Agreed. listening they're like i run up the stairs too yeah there's a lot of us that still run up the stairs it is hard for me and I have to on purpose say to myself there's nothing down there there's nothing chasing you you're okay and once in a while I will force myself to walk up the stairs to force myself my heart is racing just thinking about that but coming and working at the school like when it's dark or um like once the time changes and by the time we leave it's dark or in the morning it's dark I do not like being by myself here Mm -hmm. when it's dark it freaks me out but I have to say that not once in my life have has something happened while in the dark to 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 make me think that being scared in the dark is is legitimate now for you I know that a couple times people have popped out of the dark to scare you and so many, you, many you have a legitimate fear of yes. who's going to pop out in the dark. probably hasn't helped. <clears throat> but it's funny so that, That's what friends do for you. Yeah. That's what friends do. <laughs> friends and brothers. Um, it's like there's even that different fear between when I'm, when I'm, say I'm walking from my car into a building in the dark. And, and I am the type that just might like put my keys through my fingers just in case. You're not worried about a friend jumping out. And I've never had any experience with anything bad happening. And we live in a very safe space. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's just something inside that says when you can't see everything. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's dark. So all your other senses are heightened. Every noise 
every everything just seems a little bit scarier. Mm-hmm. I think that in any situation where whether we're talking about um, a, a scary ride or being in the dark or being faced with a situation that that uh, that is kind of scary, having a conversation you don't want to or standing mm-hmm. up to somebody that's going to be tough. All of these, the, the thing that's in common is is the fear of not knowing what's going to happen mm-hmm. and maybe the fear of failure. But it, it's it's like that it's that idea of fear and. And, and so I think, I think when in any of these, if we, can, if we can give anybody advice, it is that think about what you want in this situation. And that is going to help get you through that mm-hmm. situation. You might get enter a situation where the fear is too much and you decide what I want out of it or what, what is the potential benefit isn't worth it. Mm. And I'm going to decide to do something else. Uh, but it is, it's looking at what am I going to get out of it? Mm-hmm. Is that worth it to mm-hmm. me? And, and then having the faith that you're going to be okay. And maybe it's a little step, right? That yeah, maybe you yeah. can't do the full thing or it's, it's too much, but you know, the saying, you know, do one thing every day that scares you or something mm-hmm. like that. But this idea of taking a small step towards something that you find intimidating or scary or anxiety inducing and not just saying, well, I'm never going to be brave and I'm never going to have the courage to try this, but you might not be able to do it on one giant leap. Mm-hmm. It might take a hundred tiny little steps, and that's mm-hmm. okay too. Absolutely, and and I I love hearing your stories of what what where you have to be brave, and I love mm-hmm. hearing other people's stories because I realize that the things that I'm scared of, other people have no problem right. with, and the things that they're scared of, I have no problem with. We all have different fears. We all have situations where we have to be brave in, mm-hmm. and so like we said at the beginning, bring your people in with you yes. when you can in these in these situations. Um, so that when you're in the middle of needing to be brave, you feel like you're 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 you've you've got people with you. Yes. Except for the times where you don't have people with you, <laughs> and you have to do it totally on your own. But then you can think about your people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you think you don't have people, well, you've got us. You've got us. People, Absolutely. So. so thank you for telling me, sharing with me all all these situations where you've had to be brave. Yeah. And you know what was brave? What? It's us doing this podcast and be like, we're going to say dumb things and then we're going to put it out for other people to listen and evaluate and judge and call us cringy and all these things. And it's like, but that's okay. Yes. There, I feel like what the potential benefit is worth, is worth the, yes, is worth it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you everybody. Have a cringy day. (laughs) 